Hi everyone, today is May 7th, 2023. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. It's going to be a quick little episode on this lazy Sunday afternoon. Uh, finishing up Quentin from last week. So Quentin was available, I believe, last Sunday. So he's been around for a week. We'll go over his um, level up cards and dual skills. Also going to talk about um, you know changes in the meta and stuff like that. And also the new ranked dual rewards card, which uh, continues an ongoing saga. Just as a reminder, you can get this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Search Dual Links Podcast, Dual Assessment Podcast. And all of the old episodes are also available on WordPress. So, yeah, this is a super chill day here, Sunday afternoon. Uh, I just got through doing a lot of chores this week. <laughs> That's really uh, what I have time for nowadays, I guess. But, um, yeah, um, let's see. Life-wise, I uh, have to go through D.C. in two weeks. I have another, I have like an academic conference to go through, Um you know, just getting through that. And uh, in terms of Duel Links, um, I haven't even done those uh, challenges yet. Those uh, challenges. I think the card reward, the attribute mastery is not really a useful card at all. So, you know, that's just for yourself to see if you can uh, do that. But the rewards are nothing really crazy. Uh, I did get all of the rewards from Quentin uh, for this raid duel situation, and I have obtained the character. And um, you know, I said we should uh, you should probably work on leveling up Quentin. He has some pretty he has a decent reward in his final level. Um, in master duels, I am over the gem limit there. Haven't really bought new cards to um, spend said gems, but. I'm um, just getting gems right now. Uh, I I did play, you know, some of the ranked duels. Uh, some of them are pretty easy at the moment, but I have faced um, the Parliaments and other uh, new meta decks there, and they're, they are pretty annoying, um, I must say. So, um, But, you know, putting in enough games, that should get me far enough as I am there. So... This week in esports, let's pull up um, some of the tournaments that are going on in uh, Duel Links as they stand right now. Really diverse meta based on the power rankings. Like you have your top decks going down even more, some new decks coming up, and everyone's around the same level. Duel Links Grand Prix 22, Grand Harriers Tournament. Orchists have arrived, and they are the top deck. That's not really a surprise, given the last box, uh, what cards were available there. But um, you know, you have the full set of Orcus cards. Not only the full set, but you have you know what you need there um, for it to be competitive. So it's a whole new archetype. Triple D is back. Also, that's a that's a deck. Um, call if they've gotten any cards from the new. I think they did get a new card from the new set, but I don't remember what it was. Um, Sulfur Chords are in. They're getting better. Heroes also uh, doing better than they were before. 
First place, Solomon commanded the Doom King Triple D. So, really, the new card here is just Dinjursu, which, um, as I said before, is probably the best uh, rank 8 monster in the game. And I guess Triple Ds are a deck that specializes in rank 8. Like You kind of forget that, given um, they could use Fusion, they could use Synchro, whatever, but they could fully just focus on rank 8. So Command of the Doom King, of course, uh, revolves around Doom King Armageddon, which is rank 8 himself. Um, this deck, so three copies of Triple D Doom King Armageddon. Of course, this is the one that you want um, on the field for this um, for the XZ summon. You have one copy of Double D Swirl Slime, um, limited three at this point, but this is kind of like the fusion piece that that's used. Three copies of Triple D Oblivion King Abyss Ragnarok. This is another level 8 card. Uh, one copy of Double D Savant Newton. Uh, this is a scale 10 card, so it's useful for that. Uh, Double D Orphos. Um, not really sure what this is for, but it's for something. Two copies of Double D Savant Kepler. This is also a uh, Pendulum Scale 10 card. Also limit 3. And we have Double D Savant Thomas, which is a limited one. Uh, three copies of Dark Contract of Gate and Dark Contract of the Witch. Trap card, of course. Uh, some other tech cards, they run Card of the Soul. This is good for um, you know, tutoring stuff. Uh, who has... Oh, uh, D- Triple D Doom King are good and adds up to 4,000. Attack and Defense, 4,000. That's good. Uh, so you want to like discard that? Um... Oh, you tutor it. You tutor it. Never mind. You tutor it. Um, other card, Artifact Lancia, is a as a tech card. Two copies of Book of the Moon, and the uh, extra deck, just one fusion card, Triple D Flame High King Genghis. Because it's rank eight, there's the um, Galaxy package. So we have Galaxy Eyes Cipher Dragon, Galaxy Eyes Cipher Blade Dragon, and Galaxy Eyes. Full armor photon dragon. Then Jersu, as mentioned, um, best rank eight card. Some other rank eights here too. Coach King Giant Trainer, number twenty two Zombie Steen, and uh, Santa Fe in the Sky Prison. So, really, this deck has benefited with the new uh, rank eight card. Second place, Macopin 04 Sealed Tombs Orchest. So this is a full on Orchest deck, but it does have. A lot of different um, archetype components in as well. So, in terms of the Orcus cards, we have one copy of Orcus Harpoor, which is um, yeah, you could banish this from the graveyard, special summon an Orcus from your deck, except for this one. Um, two copies of Orcus Nightmare, it's a level seven card. One copy of Orcist Symbol Skeleton, another one of those worker cards, just like the horror. Uh, and then some like a lot of different types of cards. Three copies of Artifact Lensea, that's just a tech card. Let's come back. Three copies of Mecha Phantom Beast Tether Wolf. Okay. This just puts tokens on the board to my knowledge. Three copies of Phantom Sky Blaster, another card that puts out tokens. Three copies of Scrap Recycler. This is a card that we've seen from the water decks of the past. 
one copy of World Legacy World Wand. Um, three Book of Moon, three Cosmic Cyclone, one Orchestrated Return, one Ice Dragon's Prison, two Crackdown, two Hallowed Life Barrier, and Orchestrated Release. So a lot of uh, cards going in here. Extra deck, two Dinjursu Orcas of the Eating Star. Here they're just using it as you know an Orcas card rather than for the being a great rank 8. Nightmare Unicorn, two copies of Galatea, the Orcus Automaton, that's a new card. Nightmare Mermaid, Nightmare Cerberus, and Nightmare Phoenix. So it's a lot going on in this deck. Top four, Ramon R, United Pendulums, Sulfa Court. So this is another uh, complicated deck. One copy of Do Sulfa Court Coolia, one Fa Sulfa Court Fancier, three Do Sulfa Court Cutia. This is a card that you definitely need three of. Um, you see it all the time. It's the main worker of the deck. Two copies of La Sulfacord Angelia. Uh, two copies of Soul Sulfacord Gracia. And one T Sulfacord Beautia. Two uh, DD Crows as tech cards. Three copies of Sulfacord Elegance. One Sulfacord Harmonia. One Sulfacord Musica. And three uh, Book of Moon. And top four Erase. United Pendulum Sulfacord. Another Sulfacord deck. This one. Does run one for one though. So one Dose of Court Coolia, two Fossil of Court Fancia, three Dose of Court Cutia, three Lost of Court Angelia, three Soul of Court Gracia, two T of Court Beautia. One for one, as mentioned, that's uh, to get Cutia out, I'm assuming. Three copies of Soul of Court Elegance, two Soul of Court Musica. Move on to the main phase from Duelings Entertainment. This is main phase uh, 147. First place, Fear 121, Switcheroo Orcus. So this is a much more simple deck than the one we just saw with the different token components. This one doesn't seem to have that going on. But this does have a Machina component. So two Orcus Harpoors, two Orcus Nightmare, one Orcus Symbol Skeleton, one Orcus Brass Bombard. Um, World Legacy World One. That seems to be a um, like a like a staple of the deck. Two Machina Fortress. I guess these guys are all machines, so that makes sense. Two Artifact Lancia. Three Scrap Recycler. Uh, one copy of the Field Spell Orchestrated Babble. Um. Three Cosmic Cyclone and two Orchestrated Return. Second place is you. Command of the Doom King Triple D. This is almost an identical deck of the card we just of the deck we just saw. Um, no, it's not. It's it's different. Um, for one, this this Triple D deck does not run Dinjursu, so that's like the main new card of the deck. It's really just running Warning Point, um, Card of the Soul, sure, Card of the Soul for Doom King Armageddon, of course. Uh, but instead of the Dinjursu, they run Hieratic Sun Dragon, Overlord of Heliopolis, of course. The other uh, cards are the same. Top 4, Shelmy, Life Point, Boost Alpha, Orcus. So another um, Orcus deck. This one more resembles the token deck, so... Um, we have, it's really all over the place, it's like two Orcus Harp Horror, two Orcus Nightmare, 
one Orcus symbol skeleton, one Orcus brass bombard. Other monsters, two artifact Lensea, one Dotscaper, one Glow-Up Bulb, three Phantom Skyblaster, three Scrap Recycler, and one World Legacy World Wand. Three Cosmic Cyclone, three Orchestrated Return, Ice Dragon's Prison, two Crackdown, two Warning Point, Needle Sealing, and Orchestrated Release. Top four, Tacni one, Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. Um... We've seen this deck before. Three copies of Ancient Cloak, three Ragged Gloves, three Silent Boots, one Fragile Armor, one Stained Greaves instead of two. I guess they have to run more f- spells now. One Phantom Knight's Rank Up Magic Launch, one Phantom Knight's Wing, and then some tech cards Book of Moon, two Forbidden Lance, Cosmic Cyclone, Ice Dragon's Prison, Crackdown, and Compulsory Evacuation Device. So, um,. In the power rankings, which I've said before, we don't really have much of a like tiered meta at this point. Tier 1, there's nothing. Tier 2, the highest deck is 11.9, Phantom Knight. So think about the highest deck is taking one-eighth of the share, and it's going down. So I expect next week Phantom Knights are not going to be the top deck, but it's really just a whole mix now, a really diverse meta. Second place with uh, second with Sulfur Chords at nine point four, Elemental Heroes at nine point three, Triple D a deck that we're seeing going up more and more, eight point one, and Orcus is also a deck that we're seeing go up seven point one. So Triple D and Orcus definitely have the most momentum. Sulfur Chords are staying pace with those decks, I think. Tier three Resonators five point eight, Salaman Grits five. Dark Magicians 4.8, Mech Knights 4.2, Heroes at 4.1. So, you know, like, um, some of these old decks, Salman Greats, pretty much nerfed to the ground, Mech Knights nerfed to the ground, those cards are, those decks are kind of on their way out, and, um, you see those decks in Tier 2 likely to push into Tier 1 territory. We'll see, um, Get some new cards additionally as well in the coming days. So, Quinton, we got him last week. Let's talk about him. Um, the last of the Arclight family with Trey, Quattro, and him. Um, yeah, not much more to say. His... His cards just have some like one interesting card besides like otherwise his skills are very unremarkable as well. So yeah, these cards um three of them are new, one of them is not. That's the Starship Spy Plane, so I'm not even going to talk about that. That's a card that we've gotten many times at this point. First one is the Super Anti-Kaiju War Machine Mecha Thunder King. That's the whole name. So it's a light level 9 machine, 2200 attack, 2100 defense. During the main phase, quick effect, you can discard uh, this card, banish a kaiju you control that's owned by your opponent, then special summon a monster uh, from your graveyard. You can only control one kaiju. This card's unaffected by other kaiju's card effects. Also cannot be destroyed by battle of a kaiju. During your end phase, if this is in the graveyard, you can special summon this card. So Kaijus are, as I've said before, typically just hard removal. If your opponent has a monster that cannot be removed in any way, 
you would just throw on the kaiju to take its place. This card is more of a dedicated kaiju deck card. After you do that play, this card can come onto the board and banish the kaiju that you just played. So, you have this card, and then you could special summon something from the graveyard. So that's... um. It's like a little combo play, like, but it's super situational. You have to have something on the board that you want to hard remove. Your kaiju, this guy, and then something in the graveyard to maximize the utility of the card. It's a really, like, sexy looking play, but it's very situational at the same time. Now you can just load your deck with kaijus in this guy, sure. But then you'll just be, like... Hard removing stuff, I guess. They do have other cards, though. Like They have like a field spell. Some other cards to his dedicated um, archetype, but it's not really like competitive. Like, it, like No one's really going to be running kaiju counters out there. But anyhow, this card... Um, I mean, you could, you could try to build around that if you want. If your opponent's playing something really annoying, you could hard remove all their stuff and bring this guy into the board. And at that point, this guy's pretty powerful. It can't be destroyed by Kaijus. And, um... Yeah, that's that's really it. This this card complements hard removal, which is kind of weird on its own right, but that's what it is. It's... It's not really... It, it, it's nice to have if you, are, if you do have a bunch of Kaijus, because Kaijus are going to be necessary in... This is something you could tack on, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you could just run one in the deck. I don't know. But most of the time, it's not really going to factor much. Alright, so that's enough about that card. Next card is Vic Viper T301, light level 4 machine, 1200-800. When an attack is declared involving your face of monster and an opponent's monster, you can special summon this card from your hand or graveyard. But banish it when it leaves the field. You can use this effect once per turn. Other light machines you control gain 1,200 attack. So, Victory Viper was like one of my like OG decks. If you remember from years ago when I started this podcast, I was pl- probably playing Victory Viper. I was throwing on Victory Viper with um, Gravity Blaster, I remember, some other cards, like Machine, Metal Morph, or... Um, Pulse Mine, something like that. And this is the same archetype where there's some kind of Konami game card. And this is a quick effect from the hand. Your other guys get 1,200 attack. It's not going to be competitive. It's kind of like a poor man's white princess at this point. But it does complement this whole Konami light machine archetype. Dream scenario, um, you can make this meta, but it's not. It's never going to be meta. Uh, just a fun card if you were to try to beat some fools with a Victory Viper deck. <laughs> Alright, the Starship Spy Plane I'll skip. The last card is two copies of Cosmo Dark Destroyer. Dark level 8 machine, 3,800. If this is normal or special summon, you can target a monster on the field, destroy it. Cannot be targeted by opponent's card effects. If this card is destroyed by battle card effects and sent to the graveyard, you can banish this from the graveyard special summon level 7 or lower Cosmo from the deck. So this is the boss monster of Cosmos, I believe. 
having played Cosmos in uh, Master Duels during special event decks, they are kind of fun deck to play. They were previously um, released in a set in Duel Links, and I assume this card was not included. And this is the highest level, level 8, which is good because when Cosmos are destroyed, they can swarm out the next level. Like anything 7 and below, you can swarm out. Now previously, you did not have that ability. Level 7, I forgot what it is. It's one of those ships. Uh, You could try to remember who's who. 1 is Tin Can, 2 is Straw Man. Three is Farm Girl. Four is uh, Dark Lady. I'm I'm forgetting something. Four. Four is Good Witch. Five is Dark Lady. Six is Slip Rider. Seven is the one that pops. One that pops off. I, I'm I'm really curious. I, I almost got all the Cosmos guys. Like. Uh, <laughs> see there's like a stormtrooper too that's level three tin can straw man farm girl sword troopers good witch wicked witch dark lady slip rider slip riders level five dogfighter six forerunner forerunner is the one i forgot um dark destroyer dark eclipser anyhow dark eclipser sucks but um anyhow we have the level eight here, which swarms out level seven, which is the uh, which I just, which I just mentioned. Also, this card pops a monster on the board when it's special summoned. So any lower level um, Cosmo, let's see which ones we have. If you have you know tin cans, straw man, farm girls, sword troopers, good witch, wicked witch, dark lady, uh, slip rider, they can all well the the level. F- the lower level ones, I know they can special summon a card from the from the deck. So you could special summon this um, Dark Destroyer straight from the deck, and you could pop a monster. So I think this is better used as a quick effect, like during your opponent's battle, like during your battle phase, you could pop something on the board and swing for game. Um, this is a pretty good card. Um, this would be a good reason to level Quinn as fast as you could. I don't think you really need two of these cards. You could just run one. But um, so so Quentin level eighteen, you get your first copy, which is nice. And if you bought through the Cosmos set uh, before, um, this is this is the win condition. Well, you you might run stuff in the extra deck, of course, but um, this is the win condition from the main deck. So nice card to get. Uh, only real exciting thing that Quentin brings. Now. Let's move on to his uh, dual skills. He's got five dual skills, which is a bit low uh, compared to other people. Gravity Blaster. Select one machine monster on the field. Return one card from your hand to the deck. Equip a Gravity Blaster from your deck or graveyard to that monster. If you select Dyson Sphere, you can use the skill without sending a card from your hand to the deck. So, Gravity Blaster used to be a really good card. Uh, basically, the guy can't get destroyed. Um, well, it battles it negates a battle. I guess that's some that's what Dyson Sphere does as well. And Gravity Blaster um, used to be a really good card when you only battled. Now that there's different types of hard removal, it's not as good. Even the card um, 
Power of the Guardians is better because it provides some protection. This one does not. It just prevents a battle. Um, what sucks about this card is that the Gravity Blaster has to be run in the deck and cannot be obtained from outside the deck. At this point in the game, Gravity Blaster is not good enough a card that you have to run in the deck. That's really the main kicker here. Dyson Sphere getting equipped with Gravity Blaster doesn't really matter because he... The Gravity Blaster already comes... I mean, the Dyson Sphere already comes with the same effect. So, yeah, that's really it. Not really worth running. Into the Deep Space. Can we use before your normal draw after life points decrease by 1,000? Instead of conducting your normal draw, you can add an Arc, Light Dread, Arc Jet Lightcraft, Deep Space Cruiser 9, or Planet Pathfinder from your hand from outside your deck. The skill can be used once per duel. Alright, so this is a draw sense skill. Lose a thousand life points and you get a random card. That's cool, but two of the cards do the same thing and one of them doesn't. So, uh, the Arc Jet Light Craft and Deep Space Cruiser 9 are both cards that special summon level 9. So they're all for this whole level 9 situation. There's a few of these cards, one being the BES Blaster Core Cannon. So they all do the same thing. So it's fine to run this skill for a rank 9 deck because you have a 67% chance of getting the card. Now, Planet Pathfinder is a really good card for field spells. You you sacrifice it to tutor a field spell. But if you're running a field deck, there's no point in running this because it's only 33% chance. You, get, you, like, you might as well just run Planet Pathfinder at that point. So, yeah. Um, fine for level 9, rank 9 decks. Not fine for a field spell. Skills call it's not time to act. It's not yet time to act. Select a face of monster you control. That monster's effects are negated, cannot be destroyed by battle or card effect until the end of your opponent's turn. During the turn, you use the skill you cannot normal or special normal summon or set or special summon monsters, activate effects, or conduct your battle phase. So basically, you make a monster indestructible and it sits around, tries to survive your opponent's turn, and then you set up something. Very slow way of setting up a special summon, in my opinion. Um, the fact that you can't summon anything, you can't battle, it sucks. Like, you're just sitting around hoping your opponent does not banish or bounce your card. You know, the monster can't get destroyed by battle, but there's different ways to remove stuff. They could kaiju it off. Different things can happen. And at this point, this is way too slow... A skill to you. So, yeah, I would say this is not worth running. Mega Machine Construction. Return machine type monsters of combined level 9 from your hand to your deck, then add a level 9 machine monster from your deck to your hand. This cable can be used once per duel. So, if you're running like a level 9, rank 9 deck, there's no point in running the other monsters, I think. Um, this kind of works for Infinitrack, if you think about it, because it's like 4 plus 5, that's kind of what they do. 2 plus whatever, I mean, 4 plus 5 is their main thing with Infinitracks. But then they modulate their own levels anyways, and they turn to rank 9, so they won't be running a level 9. So this is more of like a rank 9 deck, but they have to have other types of cards as well, and that doesn't really work given the rank 9 deck. Just, you know, swarms a bunch of level 9 monsters onto the board. 
as special summons. So, not really that good of a skill either. Finally, the last skill, Sphere that Swallows the Galaxy. At the beginning of the duel, add a Dyson Sphere from your extra deck to your extra deck. Sorry. The following effect can be used once per turn and twice per duel. Change the attack of one opponent monster to 3,000 until the end of the turn. Reskill for Dyson Sphere, which is nice. You get to add a Dyson Sphere without having it in your deck to begin with. And then you get to turn your opponent's monster to 3,000 attack. And the reason you do that is because Dyson Sphere gets to hit directly if your opponent's monsters have higher attack. So Dyson Sphere 28. Your opponent's 3,000, you hit directly. That's really the goal here. This is the best skill that Quinn has, which isn't saying much. Like, his free skill is his best skill. And there's no downside to the skill. Well, there is a downside. You make your opponent have 3,000 attacks, sure. But for Dyson Sphere, that's kind of the win condition. Dyson Sphere is not really a win condition, but it's more of like a complement to rank 9. Uh, the appeal to rank 9 is that you can run the Galaxy uh, deck and other things like that. Um, yeah, maybe you could run like rank 8 and step down to rank 9. I don't know, but this is the best skill that Quinn has. Alright, so uh, last topic is rank dual rewards, and we have an ongoing saga, as I said. Because this continues the tri-bulldog-double-dog situation. Here's another card that's not really a real card. And it's of that type. This is Dog King. Equip spell. The equipped monster gains 500 attack for each beast monster you control. If this is sent to the graveyard, you can add a tri-bulldog from your deck to your hand. So, yeah, I don't really know why this card exists. Um... I guess you can gain 1500 attack if you have like three uh, tribal dogs around and stuff like that. But um, how much to say here? Like, I don't know. Like, this, this is going to get sent to the graveyard. You could tutor tribal dog, sure. Uh, tribal dog, of course, is like for like, uh, it's like a rank four type deck, I think. Yeah, therefore, like, it's like the wand, chair wand deck where they're trying to get, like, four, I mean, three level four monsters out. Then there's some beast synergy in there, but then they're not level two beasts. It's, it's weird. I, I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's ongoing saga of, you know, tribal dog. I don't know. All right. That is it. Uh, upcoming news. A new character appears. Solomon Moto is coming to Duel Links. After so many years, we finally get Yugi's grandpa. It's probably the best moment that we've had in quite a bit of time. Duelist Kingdom, New York card, Reportokus. Unless I spelled it wrong. And Coderis. And Duel Capsule. Mid-May obtain a new legendary duelist. I don't really know who that is yet. Uh, late May... YC uh, Yu-Gi-Oh World Championship 2023 Duelist Division starts May 30th to June 12th is first stage. Qualifiers begin June 9th to 12th and tour guides mission bingo. That is it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Take care.